0: tequila oh i could use
1: some that's not where
0: i was going okay i was thinking selena but all right
1: i thought i for sure thought it was tequila i was ready but you're right i think that is the tequila can you tell what type of
0: week i've been having Shit. Welcome back, Woo. welcome back, everybody. To what? would you like A&S? to take a tequila shot while we do this? Cause I have tequila here. I don't
1: have to, my 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 tequila is downstairs. So no, I can't right I am now. Close but to I dance sure or well after this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheers, <laughs> cheers to Jude and Prince Carden. Uh, Yay. Cheers to being done with this book, bro. Facts. Oh, okay. So with that being said, um, I would like to apologize to Alex. She is one of our um, books to friends. Yes. (laughs) At Cozy Blanket Reads. And she was the one that recommended this book. And I've been trashing the fuck out of this book for
1: (laughs) (laughs) the past. We've both been trashing the fuck out of this book. But she and a bunch of other people also did recommend it. But I think she was the one to reach out. She was like, oh my God, I feel so bad I recommended this. I was like, girl, no, we were going to read it anyway.
0: (laughs) Don't feel bad. Do not not feel bad. Because obviously, this does have a fandom. It does have people who thir- like who really, really enjoy right. it. I saw somebody post about um, it today
1: and how much they loved it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so I feel like that's the thing for every book. I feel like, you know, some people will enjoy certain books. Like me and Morgan thoroughly enjoyed From Blood and Ash. Mm-hmm. But there are other people who I know who are like, oh, the book was mediocre or um, they go it to was hell. very smutty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like stuff like that. They can go to hell. <laughs> I really want to be friends with JLA so <laughs> But um no yeah I want to apologize for that cuz like I know Yeah
1: but it's it's yeah. completely fine we were going to read it anyway so please do not feel
0: bad Facts it was on the it was on the list it, was. it, it just happened to be bumped up that's exactly. all
1: Exactly Exactly we needed a quick little read for the month of January into February and that's what it was So now that we are Correct. finally finally finished Let's go ahead and wrap up these last chapters. Where did we start off? Okay. With? We started with chapter 25, right? Yep,
0: that's where we're at. That's where we're oh, at. Oh,
1: dear God. Okay. Uh, what happens in chapter 25? Oh, right. The last thing was her, I think, holding up the knife to his throat. And yep. they were trying to figure out a plan about what to do with Carden.
0: Yep. Because what are they going to do with Carden?
1: And she goes home and has to talk with Madoc and stuff. Finds out Oak is like uh the the bastard of Dane.
0: Oak is the real heir, guys. He's the real heir. (laughs) Not that, like,
1: you know, Balcon and Carden aren't, but he is a legitimate heir, baby Oak.
0: He is a legitimate heir, correct.
1: Jude is now going back to the Court of Shadows. And she gets there, you know, she's trying to wrap her head around everything that's going on, still trying to come up with this plan or tell them the information that she came up with. And she realizes, these motherfuckers are in here playing cards. They're all at the table playing cards, cardin included. And she's like, what the fuck is this? He is supposed to be a prisoner of <laughs>
0: <laughs> She was-, they was like, we enjoying ourselves. We playing cards. Right, they were all they were drinking. They were playing cards. He made
1: friends, guys. He, he made friends. He made friends. And Jude was like, oh uh uh-uh. uh. This shit right here. <laughs> nah, you you a damn prisoner. No. <laughs> She was big not mad. Not no damn friendship. Right. She was big mad. So um, she takes Carden into the back room, which is, I think, Dane's old office there. And finally, finally, they start to have a real conversation. I, okay, this whole scene, it didn't throw me for a loop, but I was just like, well, that could have been better. But she's, <laughs> she's basically in there. And she's trying to like ask him more questions and stuff, figure out if he's gonna be useful to her or whatever, even though she knows she can't hurt him because he is like her power play or one of her power plays. And she's sitting there at the desk. He still has his like legs tied up, I think to the chair. Oh no, 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 she released him. She's sitting at the desk. He's sitting across from her in a chair and she's basically holding a crossbow at him and asking him to answer questions. And she's like, if you don't answer it, I'm gonna shoot you. So she's asking him all these questions. And of course the Fae people can't lie. And she asked him, I think, why do you hate me so much? And he finally, finally admits. He's like, I hate you. Because I like you. This is what it reminded me of. Like when Bella was like in the movie, why did you hate me so much when we first met? And Edward was like, only for making me want you so badly.
0: That's exactly what it is. That is the energy. That was the exact energy that it had. Yes. Two seeds that give off the same type of energy. That was it. Granted, the Twilight one was a little smoother, a little like seduced type of thing. And Cardis was very rough. It was very much like, bitch, I hate you. I like you, but I hate right. you. Like, <laughs> and I was like,
1: okay, um, okay, that makes sense. And Jude was like, what do you mean you like me? You tried to have me murdered twice. And he was like, well, you know, Valerian has a thing for being cruel. To people so I always just kept you know an eye on him so that he didn't hurt you too much better to let him hurt you than to kill you right and I was like what the fuck is no no
0: and, and look who's calling the kettle black he has a pension for cruelty comes from the dude who what in the first chapter first two chapters pulled no not pulled ripped a dude's wing ripped its wing right off his back he ain't never gonna fly but- no more <laughs> One-sided shit. <laughs> He's like circles. Finding Nemo of the Fey World. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. <laughs>
0: oh, finding Nemo of the Fey yes. World. <laughs> he got one. One gippy wing. <laughs>
1: Oh my, oh my God! God. I think
0: okay, so okay.
1: basically that was hilarious. Yeah, she doesn't believe him, of course, and so she goes up yeah. to him, like gets closer to him, because um, she's like, "No, you you have to be lying." But he's like, "Fake people can't lie." So she goes and she stands basically over top of him, and she gets close to him, like presses her face to him, like she's gonna kiss him. His eyes go all wide. He's kind of leaning into it, and she's like, "Oh, you really do like me, don't you?" And then she like kisses him. And they have like a, a whole, you know, passionate kiss thing, whatever. And then she like backs away and she's like, oh. But I was just like, that was an awkwardly placed moment.
0: And it's, I think the problem there is, at least for us, is that not too long ago, she was fawning all over Locke. Yeah. And then she immediately found out Locke was proposing to her sister. And not for nothing, but like, I can understand Her being heartbroken after that. And wanting a rebound. Exactly. But, like, for her to sit there and be like, oh, you must really like me. And then kiss him and then be like, hmm, yeah, that wasn't bad. I might have liked that too. Then you, like, girl, your emotions are all over the place. You need to figure yourself out. Right. Thank you. need to figure yourself out. Thank
1: you. I was just like, this is all over the place. You're already dealing with all that shit with, like, Maddox and Oak and... (laughs) Vivi, trying to get you to leave every five seconds. And now, <laughs> hey,
0: the fairy world ain't treating you right. You want to go home?
1: Honestly, I would have went the first time she asked. After that ogre bit my finger I've off, I would have been like, I does been like, Heather yeah. have room? Bruh, after the ogre bit my finger off, I would have been like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs>
0: I've been like Vivi, let's go.
1: Let's like, just go. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off. So. Yeah, that's where that chapter kind of ends, and we move on to chapter 26. Jude is thinking more about the kiss while he's talking to them. He's like, I guess, wooing them over. She's like, damn, he's good with words. Damn, he's good with people. And his mouth was soft. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, we're going to do this. So she's talking about it, and I'm like, again, why the sudden change? Why did you kiss him? You literally hated him.
0: Hated him. I think, okay, I think it would have been different if... Because we know that she had feelings for Locke. Yeah. So... I think it would have been different if earlier on in the book even though her feelings for Locke were acknowledged if there was like some underlining feelings for Carden. Yes. If that was the case, then it would make total sense why even after the betrayal that Locke and her sister had, right? Like the, what they did to mm-hmm. her, if there was some type of earlier on in the book underlining um like underlining insinuations that she liked Carden or maybe like small scenes that may have shown, oh, she actually does kind of like Carden, or even, oh, Carden actually might a little bit like yes. her, then this type of j- jumping head first into this specific romance would have made way more sense. Right. And it would have been smoother. It would have been way smoother. But like everything. Because now, now what's happening is me as a reader, at least for me personally, I'm sitting there and I'm like, girl, it hasn't even been a day maybe a day or or less it hasn't even been a full 24 hours right and you're already jumping to Cardin after lock when you were full-blown ready to go with lock
1: it just it doesn't make sense to me and i was just like i mean i was already over it at this point but i was just like all right girl whatever go ahead kiss him you like him whatever I don't know where this is going. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> right now, I'm just here for the ride. I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. <laughs> Not a long time. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. So Jude is pretty much contemplating what she's going to do. And this part was interesting too. She goes out to like um what's called the Lake of Masks. And she, mm-hmm. when you look in the lake, you're not supposed to see your own face. You always see somebody else's face. Mm-hmm. When she looked in the lake, she said that she thought she saw her first, but it was a younger version of her mom. And then her mom was with Maddock, and they were laughing and dancing in the reflection of the lake. And I was like, okay, does this- Maybe that's
0: foreshadowing for her. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Ah, like she's Maybe- going to end
1: up with a monster.
0: Not a monster, because Madoc ultimately isn't- not that he isn't a monster, but he just he happens to have a soft side. He happens to have a softer side that obviously her mother loved, mm, okay, or at least liked before she found her dad and stuff. So like, there has to be something there. So maybe that is foreshadowing for like Jude and Carden. Mm. Maybe what it is is that okay, she might not like him now because all she sees is the rough edges and you know him being cruel. And things like that. But, like, potentially, what could happen in the second book or even the third book is that she might actually get to see a softer side to him that she might actually like, which I mean, maybe that's what it was trying to show her. Okay. Why would it, sh- you get what I'm saying? Like, why would it show her, her mom and Madoc, of all people, yeah. happy when, you know what when I mean? It ended so, so maybe bad. it's foreshadowed. Yes, oh, yeah. so maybe it is foreshadowing her and Carden okay.
1: in a sense. All right, I like that better. That I mean, it definitely makes more sense because I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not even going to acknowledge it, just moving on. um, But <laughs> but um, yeah, if that is foreshadowing for the second book, that's pretty clever, I like that. So then she goes back into the Court of Shadows and the bomb is explaining to her how Carden said Jude had a plan. And Jude was like, Well, when I was talking to him in the office, he seemed like he was still drunk, so I didn't even know he was coherent, and I didn't even know that he was paying attention to what I was telling him. I was
0: saying, yeah. So,
1: she basically wants to steal the crown. This is where I'm assuming, or what I was assuming at this time, is like, she wants to steal the crown. She's going to probably give it to Cardan. I don't know why, but, well, I mean, I guess I know why, because- He having... Or him having the crown makes more sense than Balcon having the crown to her. Yeah. Yeah. So, she probably thinks that he'll be indebted to her because she saved his ass. So, Mm. that could be a thing too. Um, And then, (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) wrong-o. I think she wants to steal the crown to put Oak on the throne because she tells, I think, she tells the bomb at that point, like, Oak is the legitimate heir.
0: But... But isn't technically everybody an heir? Like we had mentioned earlier.
1: Oh, you shit, You know what I mean? Shit. Everybody's Sorry.
0: technically an heir. She's
1: saying that Oak is not, um, that Cardin's not the last heir. Oak is the next legitimate heir. That's what I meant, if I correct myself. So, she doesn't- Is he the
0: next legitimate heir because he's Dane's son? No, just because we thought
1: originally that Carden was the only one left. But no, right. there's another legitimate heir that is Oak. So oak okay. is literally the last of the line, not Cardin. Right. that's what I meant. Right. sorry it was confusing
0: but okay because yeah because very second there I was confused I was like wait hold up. yeah because the, <laughs> the... that like the way okay so the way we know that the crown is passed down is, is not passed down the way you know royalty usually passes it down mm-hmm. like first sons or first daughters the, this thing is like okay, as long as you're of the same bloodline, I can pass it to whoever. As long as you know that there's still people from the bloodline, and now we like we know there's legitimately only Balcon, Prince Cardin, and only a few people know about Oak. Yeah. So
1: which is why I was okay. like, why okay. are you going around telling everybody that Oak is the heir or is an heir? And Oriana specifically asked you to keep this a secret.
0: Right.
1: Jude's oh noise. wait,
0: also thinking. Thinking back on this, remember when Jude stole the acorn and it was um, Locke's mom saying, oh, you know, please make sure my son doesn't, um, isn't raised in the court? Yes. She obviously was talking about Oak. Yes. Because there's no way in hell she was talking about Locke.
1: Jude is basically like, well, I'm gonna go against all that. Mm -hmm. Oak is gonna be part of this plan. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna like this. So originally, Jude found out that Oak was gonna probably be on the throne anyway. Um, Maddock mm-hmm. was planning to get Cardin to crown Oak. And then because Oak is so young, Maddock was gonna be Regent. He would be mm-hmm.
0: there you go. And there you go. I've been saying it. I was like, somebody wants to be Regent. Yes. It don't matter who but somebody's going to be regent. Yeah. Yep. And Jude was like, well, we can't do that because
1: if he's regent, we'll always be in a state of war because he has this same for bloodlust. Always... He needs to dip his cap in yeah. blood and all this other shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so she basically is trying to come up with another plan to keep Oak off of the throne, but put him on the throne, but have somebody be regent. But it was a whole thing. So she starts to calculate a plan and then she makes Carden swear himself to her or promise an oath to her. Mm. And she's like, "Promise that, you know, you will do what I say, swear yourself to me." And he's like, "I will swear myself to you for a year and a day and not a minute longer."
0: This man was like, "Look, a year's enough. I'm not doing this shit." Right.
1: <laughs> so, Jude, she just makes that thing with cardin and then she makes more promises that she probably is not going to be able to keep to the other assassins there. They're like, "Oh, you'll be free and you'll have jewels and you'll do this and that." And I'm like, how do you plan on doing and getting all of these things for them?
0: Right. Those
1: are a lot of promises that you're making. And I don't think right. that you're going to have the shit to back it up. But whatever. It's your funeral, not mine, girl. So <laughs> we move on to chapter 27. And Jude and Cardin go to um, where the monarchs of the Sealy and the Unsealy yeah. courts are camped out because they're basically giving Balcon three days to get that crown so they didn't leave. And she is hoping to find somebody to back her up in going against Falcon. And she's like, once I cross this mm. line, it cannot be undone. Like, if yeah. I tell somebody yeah. that I'm going against Falcon and they tell him, like, it's my head on a spike. So Carden is pretty much trying to, like, talk to her and tell her who she needs to talk to and what she needs to say, I guess. The first person she talks to, she can't get into the But she does end up going to a second person, I think, that has a smaller court and they were kind of mm-hmm. um outcast. He gets or she gets him on board and he's like I will like support you only if you get somebody else too because I'm not going to go with him alone. Mm.
0: Yeah. So then I mean that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So then um she goes over to this other guy who was the one that told Balkan you have 3 days. Like he has a really yeah. really big court and he's known, like yeah. his name is known she goes to him and she talks to him and his girlfriend and they're sitting there like eating Chinese food. And she was like, uh, <sighs> this is human food. And they're like, and bitch, we like Chinese food.
0: fairy got to eat. Fairy's got to eat too. Fairy's
1: like lo mein too.
0: Shit. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. That mooshu be popping.
1: I can't. I can't. <laughs>
0: Uh, so they're <laughs> sitting there and they're
1: talking and she gets him on board too. So now she has two people to back her up in going against Balcon at the coronation. Um, but I didn't think there was anything like super important besides that in this chapter. What yeah, about you? Same. Yeah. No. So we move on. I,
0: it was, I was out of this by the time. Yeah, girl.
1: We were here. I feel it. We move on to chapter 28 and Jude and Corden go back to the cart. Corden. Jude and Carden. (laughs) Jude and Carden. Um, they go back to the Court of Shadows and they pretty much map out the plan with all of the other spies in the den. And at this point, I was like, okay, well, who's gonna be Regent? Is it gonna be Carden? Is it gonna be her? Is she gonna try to convince Maddox to like not go to war with people? Like that would ever work. So she goes home after that and she tells Vivi, I guess her plan. Like, she's going to put Oak yeah. on the throne and Oak is going to need a regent. But she says that she doesn't want Oak in the country, like, or in the fae world before he turns of a certain age to be able to rule the throne. She wants Oak to grow up in the human world and stay away from all of the politics and and stuff like that.
0: Vivi gets her wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vivi gets her wish. Vivi gets to leave. Vivi's like, ah. Oh. Vivi gets to leave. Yeah. She's like, I wanted
1: to leave with you hoes, but I guess I'll go by myself or with Oak so, basically, Vivi is right. going to take Oak to live in the human world with her and her girlfriend, bro.
0: How is she going to explain this to Heather? How is she going to explain to Heather that's not her baby? <laughs> you see how speechless I am. I, I To be honest, I don't know. I really don't. I was just like, Hopefully, oh, Okay. Heather loves her enough to just overlook it
1: and be like, okay. I, I think not. But I'm like, this is a, a shit show, bro. So... Vivi agrees. Um, Jude is on her way out, like, back to the Court of Shadows. And as she's walking past Taryn's door, Taryn opens it. They stare at each other, Mm -hmm. and Taryn sees her and knows that she's about to get into some shit and just closes her door. And Jude goes on her way.
0: This bitch needs to die. I'm sorry. I'm, like, (laughs) done with her. I'm so done with her. (laughs) I am so done with the twin sister at this this point. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if that
1: was a a twist or if that did happen. Did I not say
0: this? But I... In the, in the middle of this book, I was like, I don't care for any of these characters. I was like, somebody could die Game of Thrones style, and I would be completely okay with it. Tyrion, there you go. <laughs> Game of Thrones style. Just right <laughs> somewhere. I want to
1: see her ass walk down the courtyard. Shame.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Shame. No, no, no. No. I want to see one of the dragons. One of the dragons just straight up fire breathe and just- Damn. Die. Just die. <laughs>
1: Um, so basically I starred, um, one of my notes and I was like, if there weren't two more books, I'd say this bitch is going to get herself killed. Like if I didn't know, Jude, yes. If I didn't oh. know that there were two more books in the series, if like, if this was the only one so far, I would be like, yeah, this bitch is going to go get herself killed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's just done. It's a suicide mission at this point. Yeah. You're done
1: now. So we move on to chapter 29. And it right. is the day of the coronation. They have their big plan. It is mm-hmm. in motion. Jude mm-hmm. arrives on the arm of Carden. And everybody's this like, bitch is like, I'm here, bitch. Right? And Madaka's like, first of all, bitch, I told you to bring him to me. I didn't tell you to bring him here to this room full of people. Now you got me looking stupid. <laughs> and Valken's looking at her like, oh. So y'all just been hiding out. We
0: got new players. Right? They're like, we got new players.
1: <laughs> so. They have that whole interaction. And Balkan is trying not to be mad. But you can tell, like, he has that underlying sense of, like, anger that he's trying to cover up in front of his guests. He's just like, oh, you know, come and talk with me and meet this person and that person. So Balkan, he thinks he's going to get crowned no matter what. Most definitely. Jude walks over to Vivi, makes sure she has oak, and she's like, the plan is still on. And then Jude um, goes over to the table. She's there with Carden, and she pours two glasses of wine. Now she gives one to Madak. She's like, oh, which one do you want? Red or white? And he's like, red, of course, because blood. And so she has white and they drink the wine or she sips it or whatever. Takes a couple sits, sips, puts it down or sips and puts it down. And then they go off and they start their plan in motion. They're like, okay, phase one. So Jude walks off into this corridor or hallway because she has to open the window for the ghost and the roach to get in. Maddox comes down the hall. He's not supposed to be there. And She's like, God damn. Nothing. You done ruined it, Dad. You done ruined it. it. So Maddox is in the hallway. He's like, hey, I thought we could talk. And Jude pretty much is like, hey, I already know your plan. And please, please don't do this. And Maddox is like, I'm trying to make this a better world for all of us. I'm trying to like. Make sure that we're protected and we're in power so we don't have to bow to anybody else. Like, I'm going to make it better. And Jude is like, I can't let you do that. And is like, oh, okay. I guess we're going to fight this out. Now that part really, really pissed me off because this whole time they have been building him up to be a parent figure to her, to be a monster with a soft side. He's always going to do right by these girls. They literally had a moment... Um, at Dane's coronation, where he was like, I would do anything mm-hmm. for you guys, or I'm always here to protect you. But now, mm-hmm. you're willing to kill her? Like, that was, a, mm-hmm. that was a complete 180. I did not get that at all. So, they're fighting, and I think he, he gets Jude, I think. I'm not sure. And then Jude also kind of slices him a little bit. And at this point, he's feeling a little woozy. And she's like, oh, you don't feel too good, huh? That's because I poisoned you. And he was like, the wine
0: no dubbage no dub
1: but he was like how did you know which one i was gonna pick and she was like i didn't i poisoned them both now that that moment right there that was a good come around or a good circle right that was a good
0: circle Mm -hmm. back that was a good so when she was trying to overdose on the damn fairy shit yes (laughs) yes and we didn't understand why but we kept saying you can take it slow why you don't need to do it that many times in one
1: day (laughs) yes So that was a good circle back moment. I was like, okay, that was really, really smart. So she's finally done uh, fucking around with Madoc. He falls to the floor. And then the ghost and Roach are able to get in. And we move on to chapter 30. So they're in phase four of their plan. So Mm -hmm. Balcon is in there. Um, I can't remember how it started. I think she was over by the table. And Balcon had said something to her. Her and Cardam were sitting down. And then phase four starts. Um, Balcon is up on stage and I believe what happens is the bomb sets off explosives. So she captures everybody's attention. And then the roach, no, no, the ghost, um, sneaks up or the roach. I can't remember which one at this point they sneak up to the, um, deus or the little stand that they're on. And he grabs the crown and the ghost is goes back up to the rafters. And he's trying to throw it down to Jude so that Jude can take it to, uh, Vivi and place it on Oak's head, I guess. Yeah. But Ghost fucks up. He doesn't throw it to Jude. He ends up throwing it to Tyrion, who is her twin sister and wants nothing to do with any of this shit. So Jude has to go over there and ask Tyrion for the crown back while Balcon is also like, give me the fucking crown.
0: No, like Balcon is just like, give me the damn crown already. I've been fighting for this bitch for three days. Right? Like, just give it to me. He is
1: so pissed. He is so pissed at this right? point. Right. Um, the monarchs that Jude got to back her up are basically holding Balcon back so that she can go through with her plan. So she finally gets the crown from Tyrion. Tyrion like doesn't let it go, but she like loosens her grip and Jude takes it from her.
0: Yeah.
1: And this is where shit just got a little bit more confusing, but also a little interesting. She gives the crown to Oak and she says, and Vivi is right by his side. And she says, you can do it. It's just like we practiced, right? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She tells Carden to stay still and kneel down. And he does, like, because he's obeying her or swore himself. Because he can't, he
0: can't not do yeah. it. Right, exactly. He swore
1: himself to her. Yeah. So he has to do what she says. Yeah, exactly. So he gets down on one knee and he stays there. And Oak walks over to Carden and says, I crown you. And he was looking at Jude like, you bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Carden was, he was so angry so of course there's nothing to be done about it now because he's been crowned king and everybody in there is like oh my god we didn't know that there was another heir to the throne like what is this but everybody does accept carden as their
0: king and jude kind of got what she wanted no but like i kind of think she did essentially yeah because i mean we're gonna get to the point we're gonna get to that part but like she kind of did yeah because if you think about it, if Oak would have gotten on onto the throne, she probably would have been regent. I Most definitely, I think she would have taken on the regent role. Yeah, because she's not going to let Maddox do it or Oriana do it. Yeah, exactly. But she played it smart because Carden is attached, not attached, he has to obey her mm-hmm. for the next year and day. So she essentially has a year and a day to figure out how to either extend Carden's rule until oak comes of age to take over or do you get what i'm saying like she like she thought this shit out she thought she did
1: and i was like okay like this was this was pretty smart like that was a that was a pretty good ending so we get to the end of the chapter 30 and the bomb is like i finally have your code name the queen and i was like oh okay That makes sense. So we get done the book. And then, of course, we have the epilogue chapter. The
0: epilogue.
1: Yes. And I'm like, Jesus, how much more of this do I have to take? And um, the epilogue pretty much starts out with Vivi and Oak and Heather and also Jude. They got them all moved in. And Heather, of course, had questions about Oak. And they were like, he's my brother and he's going to be staying with us. And please just accept this. I can't tell you anything else. I was like, okay. But I did ask myself, I was like, well, aren't they afraid of somebody coming after them? Just like Mata came after Vivi, you know? They get all moved in. um, They're pretty much watching TV in the apartment. And then Jude is like, okay, I have to go. She returns to Ferry. And she basically has a place in the palace now. Yeah. Making sure that, I guess, Cardan is going to do what he says he's going to do
0: to keep him in check.
1: And she hasn't talked to him since she crowned him as king or since Oak crowned him as king. So she knows he's pissed. She just hasn't let the, she just hasn't let him express how pissed he is yet. She goes to the throne room where she finds him, of course, sitting on the throne. And she says it's all enlaced with like pretty flowers and stuff like that. the last thing that he does, like he has this whole I wouldn't call it a tit for tat. I'd actually call it an argument. Like, they had a, a little bit of an argument. And he was like, I don't know how you're going to keep this up because I promised myself to you for a year and a day, no longer. And I meant that shit. And she's, mm-hmm. she's of course, hoping that he'll change his mind or she'll think of some other plan. And the last thing that he says to her is that all he's going to do is just pretty much drink and have fun. And I was like, oh. Yeah, he's
0: like, don't expect me to start being useful. Exactly. I was like, damn he does not care but he tells her this is what you wanted isn't Mm -hmm. it what you sacrificed everything for go on it's all yours yep like
1: and that's how it ends this is it bitch this is what you wanted (laughs) right go ahead sit on the throne yeah but that's basically where the book ends yeah and yeah i have things to say they are not all good things (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I just, okay. You want to go with for your me final personally,
1: thoughts? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. You go first.
0: For me personally, um, this book just didn't pique my interest. No, It it didn't have me sitting and wanting to turn the page. It didn't have me wanting to finish it in one sitting or like, you know, couldn't, I couldn't wait to like get to other chapters or, um, I couldn't wait to get more information or I couldn't wait to figure out what, you know, everything was granted the end where she had Oak crown Cardin mm-hmm. instead of having Cardin crown Oak was interesting yeah. that I, I will give it to, cause that was a twist I wasn't expecting. I really thought, okay, we're in on this, this, um, plan that she has and that she will have Prince Carden crown Oak. And then they were going to just take Oak away to, um, the human world and the Regent, which I would assume was Jude would, um, stay and run Fairy World until, you know, Carden... Or not Carden, sorry. Until Oak was of age. Right. That's what I thought the plan was. But for them to turn around, for her to turn around and basically have Oak crown Carden so that there was an actual king there actually made way more sense. Yeah. That made way more sense because essentially... He is a shield for Oak. She does want to put Oak on the throne. She just doesn't want him on the throne too soon. And the best way to make sure he's not a target is to actually have somebody on the throne who is a legitimate heir and who can definitely run the the country or fairy world or however you want to see that. So like that plan at first when I thought it was the other one where she was going to play regent, I was like, okay, that makes sense, but with the twist at the end where it turns out she she wanted Cardin on the throne, I was like, oh, okay, wait. That way that makes way more mm-hmm. sense now. I really hope that the reason that there's so many people who really like this book and stuff is because the rest of the series is fast paced and gets it going. Because to me personally, this wasn't this wasn't Mm-mm. it. Yeah,
1: not
0: my cup of tea. Yeah, not my cup of tea. And I like fairy stuff. Like I, I, have read fairy books and stuff, and like I think that they're interesting, and I think that like they're fun and whatnot. But this one just didn't do it for me. So, with that being said,
1: what would your rating for this book be out of five? Mm.
0: Probably a three point five. I think the twist. I think the twist at the end is what, it was it's saving grace. Mm. I think. Okay. This is why I'm giving it a 3.5 okay. instead of a lower a lower rating. The Locke and Tyrion Betrayal. Oh. I did not expect it to be Locke. So when that happened, I was like, this bi-. If I didn't like her sister before, I fucking hate the sister at the end of the book at this point. <laughs> because I was like, this bitch, she done saw Jude falling for him. And the entire time, she knew. She knew. She's slimy. That he was going, right. She knew that he was going to propose to her and she was, she ain't try to warn Jude. She ain't try to to call off the engagement herself. Nothing. Which And like for that shit. It's nasty because it's like, yeah. okay, well, what if they had sex?
1: You still going to marry They him? did though. They didn't.
0: I'm talking about oh, Jude, not, not him Jude and log Right. That's what I mean. So like you're telling me you are cool with him potentially having had sex with your sister and you're okay with him still proposing to you, get the hell out of no. here! Get the hell out you of here! Disgrace, so like, disgrace, thats it, dishonor, <laughs>
1: dishonor
0: on you, dishonor on your whole family, dishonor like, it's you cow! <laughs> Write this shit down. <laughs> um. So yeah, so that that little bit, and then the twist at the very end with the Cardin situation and the Oak situation—that I think those two things were oh and and the um the little scene with with Madoc where like the poison well the first scene where it was very much a father daughter scene mm-hmm. that we really liked and then the scene with the poison and her fighting Madoc and things like that because she held her own and like he really didn't want her to be in that tournament and this bitch done fucked him up <laughs> mm. using the same technique that he taught her how right the irony but like yeah so i think those little moments are what saved the book for me personally Mm, okay because the storyline as a whole didn't do it for me a storyline as a whole didn't do it for me not at all um for me my
1: final thoughts this book was so inconsistent um (laughs) it was so inconsistent i didn't have like we said the whole time no connection to any of the characters um, it felt like for me and I think for you too that there were several different stories that they were trying to put together as one mm-hmm. and still nothing really connected all that well and her spy line or her spy storyline was the only thing that kind of like held it together
0: that's the only line that's the only
1: plot mm-hmm. in in that whole story that was consistent but even but even still it wasn't that strong in the beginning as it was in the end which is why I was like okay did you change how you wanted the story to go at the very end and if you did I would have liked a little bit more of that implemented from the beginning or from the middle of the book that would have made Mm. it a lot more interesting for me Um, and you can do that without giving away what she's gonna do at the end so the bullying all the time was cringy as fuck (laughs) Mm, Um, I get that you have to build up that they're enemies but I feel like i don't know it just wasn't it for me i feel like maybe it didn't need to be so much
0: it was it was a lot like i get why it was written out because you you know you want your reader to experience that type of thing and really grasp that so i get why it was written out but like i think that's another reason why i can't fathom the carden uh jude love story mm. do you know what i mean yeah i
1: know exactly what you mean I know exactly what you mean, yeah. And that's why I was just like, in the end, when she
0: kissed him, I was like, "Mm, I don't believe this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think because we were so deep in the description of, like, the bullying and, like, what he did to her, what his friends did to her, and how he wasn't saving her, in a sense. I feel like when she turned around and was like, okay, I'm going to kiss him, and was like, oh, I like, like, had that thought of, like, oh, I like it. I just, I'm like, no. It's not it for me. It's not it for me. Yeah, no.
1: Um. Oh, the other, I got a couple of other things. You know, I ain't done yet. <laughs> um. The whole lot messing around with Tyrion situation. For what? What was the reason? It was, it was just, it felt like so unnecessary to the story. To have I that think, happen. For me personally.
0: I think just re- like reading. A, okay. So like reading the little bit. Of what, like, when dude and Carden had their conversation, it just seems like that was Locke's personality. It it just seemed as though Locke happened to be that type of character that they wrote in where he just, as you said before, he was like, he, he likes stories and he wanted to be, you know what I mean? Like, so he's a story. soap opera.
1: He's a walking soap opera. Yeah. Why would you want to marry
0: somebody like that? because Tieran wants to be considered she doesn't want to be bullied anymore. She doesn't want to be considered human. This chick was desperate. That's why. She just wanted to be married to somebody of of fae blood so that she could be considered in the high court and nobody would would mess with her. That's what it was. That that's desperation. But
1: my thing is like if his if his goon is Cardan, they're still going to mess with you. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I didn't I didn't care for it. Um yeah. But
0: Cardin <laughs> knew that they were fucking around. He did.
1: Yeah. He that was said she, all of us do. that
0: was why. That's why he was that's why she was so comfortable that one remember when I was like there was a scene where she was sitting next to Carden mm-hmm. and I was like, Why is she so comfortable sitting next to Carden? And I thought it was because she liked Carden yeah. and stuff. But it's because he
1: knew Oh, and the kicker. The kicker for why they bullied them so much. Was because of Tyrion. Cardan was like, you didn't, do you remember that? In the chapter, they were like, there was one of the chapters. I can't remember what chapter it was. But Cardan was like, oh, yeah. Did Tyrion tell you, like, we bullied you because of her? Like, because she took Locke away from Nacissia. And so that's why we were bullying you both. That's why, or that's why he kicked dirt in her food, is what um they said. Mm that's why they kicked dirt in the food all of the reasons why they were fucking with the both of them was because Tyrion took Locke away from Nasissia. and she's like so this isn't even my fault that part i hated too i was like done 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 just done
0: um i'd be <laughs> pissed off if i was jude because this bitch done sat there made it seem like it was my fault yeah that they continued to bully but it was Tyrion's fault and shit and in re- in reality, it was Tyrion's fault because she wanted to go green gown in herself no! with Locke. Like, come on,
1: yo. Yeah, I have no respect for her. Then again, I don't really have a lot of the respect for any character. of the characters. But I don't have the any worst
0: character, for her. yo. She's just I don't think I've ever disliked. I don't think I've ever disliked a character more. I think that that she probably takes Tyrion. Yes, is there? I don't think there's been a character I dislike more than Tyrion.
1: No, I thought you I thought you said um, that you hated Taryn more than you hate Duke Tierman. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: okay. no, 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 no. Oh, Duke Tierman. Yeah, yeah that's a that bad. man can go to, a, hell. Yeah. Yeah, to hell.
1: Yeah, straight to hell in a handbasket. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, so those were some of the things. Um, that plot twist with Locke and Taryn, did not like it. Um. The plot twist with Oak, I did think was a good touch. And mm-hmm. I think that was the only saving grace for me. The whole way that they tried to play up Jude and Carden as, like, enemies. And then at the end, they're all of a sudden kissing each other. That scene didn't really fit well to me. So it they're just kind of felt... They're frenemies
0: by the end of this book. They're frenemies yeah. by the end of this book. Yeah. And
1: that's that's yep. the other thing that I liked. I did like that they didn't all together... Or all of a sudden get together. Like, no. they had that kiss. And yes, it was awkward. And yes, it felt thrown in. But they weren't necessarily on great terms, when the book ended. Like, it wasn't like they were lovers Mm. or friends even. No. They're like, this is a business transaction. Frenemies. Exactly. So that, those things, those little things kind of saved it a little bit for me, but I still rated it pretty low. I gave it a 2.5. And that 0.5 was even pushing it because before we talked everything out, I was like, no, it's a solid two. But... (laughs) That is true. It was a solid two. (laughs) But... I was like oh, that's it. But because of the the twist with Oak and the frenemies situation at the end I gave it that little 0. 0.5. I might even do a 2.3 but because I don't want to do like those in between numbers I was like okay I'll do a 0. 0.5. I'll push it to a 0.5. Right. But yeah don't don't ask me about it no more because I'm not going to talk about it no more <laughs> and I will not be finishing the rest of the series.
0: Yeah I don't think I'm going to finish the rest of the series Mm-mm. either. I think that was it for me. No. Um. With that being said, um, we did announce last episode which book we have decided yes. we will do next. Let me get it so we um, can But read we're it.
1: just... Oh, or do you want to read the we're back just of
0: gonna, it? I can go grab okay. it. All right. I have the book in front of me. Okay. Um, So we're going to basically, just to reiterate, because we did say it last episode, but what we're reading next is A Court of Thorns and Roses yes. by Sarah J. Moss. I am excited for this book because when we first started this podcast, this was one of the books we were planning to read. I don't know if it was the first it book, was, maybe the second. Third? I think it was, it was the second book that we were planning
1: to read and then
0: it became Correct. the third and then it just got pushed it just, way kept, down the list. It kept getting pushed down. So we ended up just like, okay, we'll get back to it type of thing. So... Yeah, this. So I'm excited because when we first started this podcast, again, this was supposed to be maybe our, our like second or third book, and I went out and I bought every single book <laughs> from the series. She really did, yeah. Up to date. She really did. Up to date. Because I was like, I've okay, because I've seen all of the reviews and like this fandom is very dedicated to this book. It's extremely dedicated. So I was like, this has to be a good book. Yes. Um this is also from my understanding a fairy book. I think Morgan pointed that out yeah. uh, last episode. I'm I'm like 90% sure. I'm 90% sure that they are fae. Maybe this will be a different type of uh, fairy than Prince Cardin. So, here we go. I'm going to read the back of it. So, it says, "When 19-year-old huntress Thera kills a wolf in the woods." a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous magical land she knows about only from legends, Thera discovers that her captor is not truly a beast, but one of the lethal immortal fairies who once ruled her world. At least he's not a beast all the time. As she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy, Tamlin transforms from icy hostility into a, fairy pa- into a fury passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of the fae. But something is not right in the fairy lands. An ancient, wicked shadow is growing, and pharaoh must find a way to stop it, or doom Tamlin and his world forever. Mm. So what I heard was, this is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Right. So that'll be interesting. I, I um, definitely get that feeling in the first couple
1: of lines of the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I definitely get that feeling, but also
0: it's a beast in the front of the cover. Oh, I didn't even realize that. It's I thought it was a wolf. Yeah, well it it is. It says in the synopsis, Feyre kills a wolf in the woods. Oh. we're gonna have to learn okay. how to pronounce her name to pronounce the names of these characters. I cannot go through another. I book. heard it was Feyre. It is Feyre. No, no, no. Okay. I really I've heard people say her name. I think it's Feyre. It's Feyre.
1: Okay, okay. Because I'm yeah, not going yeah. into another I think book. That's the where I don't general... know. How to pronounce the goddamn? No, no, no.
0: I think I think Feyre is the general consensus okay. of how you say her name. Okay. Yeah. All right. I also think that they. I also think they act Sarah J. Moss.
1: Oh, okay, and like, she said it herself. Remember,
0: I think they did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because you think know that's when we were reading name, <laughs> Shadow and Bone, and they pulled up the list of. Oh my god, we were the butchering all words. types of names.
1: I felt so bad. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, oh, stupid. <laughs> Horrible. Um, but yeah, we are gonna start reading A Court of Thorn and Roses. Um. I would say there's 46 chapters in the book. So, mm-hmm. like always, we can start out with the first eight and then assess from there and see how it goes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll be reading cool. the first eight chapters of A Court in Thorn and Roses by Sarah J. Mass, And then yes. we will discuss, and please, 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 I hope it gets better for the fae world for me. <laughs> yeah. But- on that note, you guys, thank you so much as always for reading with us, for listening. Make sure that you follow us on social media: y.a at heart for Instagram, y.a underscore at heart for Twitter, and y.a at heart regular for TikTok. Look, I got all of them in one. Oh shit! I know.
0: Oh shit! Yay! Hey. Hey. Yes. You know social media. So, tags. Proud you. Uh. so
1: proud of you. So proud of you.
0: But with that, guys. i just want to say thank you guys for joining us we love you and stay ya at heart Bye. Bye. bye